This is Wicket's World with Mike Wicket on 1350 ESPN. All right, here's the deal. Here's what's up. Happy to have you. It is episode number two of Wicket's World. My name is Mike Wicket. J.D. is our producer. He is on the other side. Hello. J.D., we do not have a lot of time today. No, uh, about <laughs> two seconds. Uh, coming up, we've got a Drake women's basketball for you. They take on Southern Illinois. The Drake women's team won last night. And they go for the sweep over the Salukis coming up this evening. 4.30 for the pregame, which means we got a lot to pack in with Darn some right. breaking news to get to in our 30-minute show. This is the week that was and the weekend that will be. This is Wicked's World on 1350 ESPN. All right. So... Can I play air guitar while you talk? You already are, so I mean, why not? So, what's great is uh, we have got this 30-minute mini, mini show to do, and we have a ton of stuff to talk about. We could do a five-hour show. We have 30 minutes, the week that was and the weekend that is, because so much stuff has happened in the last seven days since you and I, and just locally. Like, we could talk about the Super Bowl, which seems like it was... Two weeks ago. <laughs> I know, right? It's moved uh, rather quickly this yeah, week. Yeah, it really has. This week has been full of stuff, especially if you're a fan of Iowa Hawkeyes basketball, Iowa State, bleh, Drake, bad news. Uh, we're going to leave with that, as a matter of fact. We were waiting all week because if you didn't see what happened to uh, Drake's leading scorer, and you can hear Drake in number 22 Loyola tomorrow, uh, their leading scorer, senior forward Shanquan Hemphill, left the game with a foot injury. We right. just got word, like, 15 minutes ago, so the update you just heard me do didn't have this breaking news, this breaking information. Uh, Hemphill underwent a surgical procedure to repair a fracture in his foot that he Ouch. suffered in the 80-59 loss, I'm sorry, 80-59 win over UNI uh, a couple of days ago. He's going to be cleared to resume activity in two weeks. He could return to competition in four. The date today is February 12th. Ouch. All right, February 12th. Selection Sunday, I believe, is March 14th. Yeah, Something along those lines. About a month from now. So, Six. in theory, if you're a Drake fan, you could see your team's leading scorer back on the floor maybe by the NCAA tournament's first week. Maybe the, that Thursday, Friday of the, of the big dance. If losing him doesn't trip him up and, and hurt him down the road. I mean, they looked really good. Against Valpo, I will tell you that, after he had gone out. I, I thought he did all right. They did all right, okay? You got a big game coming up against Loyola. Two of them. Two of them. Saturday and Sunday down you're, at the Nap Center. You're not playing any schleps here. You're playing no. a ranked team here, and they're always very, very good. Uh, and, and to not have this guy there, I, I, if I'm coach, if I'm the players, how do you take that direction and go, uh, how do you take this and, and, and make it positive? Listen, right now, there's probably, there's easily right now two teams from the Missouri Valley Conference from the MVC getting in. Drake's in based on their record and what they have done so far. Mm -hmm. And Loyola's in based on their ranking, what they've done so far. And of all years to have mo multiple teams from a conference like the Valley get in, this is the year. Michigan State, I don't know if they're tournament bound. Duke, likely not tournament bound. Kentucky, likely not tournament bound. Iowa! Uh, I Iowa... You stop that. 
Uh, if there's ever a year to get in some more mid-major teams, this is the year. Um, and, we'll, and we'll find out. And what you said is exactly right. Drake has to somehow rise above with the rest of their schedule in the conference. Two massive games this weekend. Because the winner here, if, if Drake wins both, they likely win the, the Missouri Valley regular season title. And even if they get knocked out in, the, in, in Arch Madness down in St. Louis in the, the, the Missouri Valley Conference Tournament, even if that happens, Drake's probably in based on being 23-1. and one. <laughs> You would <laughs> you think see, so. You would it, think that's good enough to get in. Sure. Now, now here's the question. You want to do as well as you possibly can here as you close things out. Mm-hmm. You get in because you don't want a crappy seed. I mean, you get your guy back, and here you're playing some Big Ten team or something. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Do you really want that? I mean, so something's got to be done where they got to they got to play well here down the course of the the rest of the season. No doubt, because you want the right seed. You get it in a low seed, you're. Can I say screwed? Yeah. Oh, yeah. sure. Yeah. We well, can do whatever we want. It's a half hour show. Okay. Good. <laughs> whatever you want to do. Whatever the hell you want to do. So, I mean, I mean, you and I were talking about this off air. Mm-hmm. So I'm just kind of bringing this up. If you're a Bulldog fan and you've been enjoying this, you're probably sitting there going, oh, my gosh, why does this have to happen right now? Why does this have to happen this week? Right. Uh, but right. Hemphill will be out four weeks. He can return to which I thought when he was when he got hurt, I thought he's done for the year. Sure. Tears in his eyes, on crutches, in a boot the other night. But he's, he's going to maybe be... Listen, if they can get out of that first weekend, and that would be a heck of a run for, for Drake to get to the Sweet 16. If they can get out of their fir- that first weekend and get Hemphill back, maybe they're the darlings of the tournament. What did he fracture again? Don't know. Okay. Don't know. He's just got a small fracture. A small fracture. I'll read you the, uh, the release again, and then we've got to get on to Iowa and Iowa State. Cause right. Why? They had some... Interesting weeks. I'm Drake sorry. University senior forward Shanquan Hemphill underwent a c- uh, surgical procedure in Des Moines, Iowa to repair, <clears throat> to repair a fracture in his foot suffered during the win over UNI. Okay, That's all I got. Good. I will tell you. and, and, and Baby I will, toe. How's yeah. that? I don't know. Okay. <laughs> I have no I idea. I will tell you if you're, going to, if you're going to injure your foot, it's better to have a fracture than a sprain. Oh, yeah. Because oh, you're, yeah. Healed, you're much better off that way. Um, I've heard that I don't know how many times, but this past summer... I uh, cracked some ribs in an accident. Okay. And they always told me... What kind of accident? It was, uh, I was having too much fun with uh, my son-in-law and my, my daughter. And, well, I, I, I got injured. I what were you doing? Clavicle. I was riding a four-wheeler and going too fast. Four-wheeler accident. There um, you go. Okay. All right. So, all right. That's but I, I remember <laughs> talking to the doctor, and I said, well, they said it's better than a spring. It's better to break it. And he goes, and how does that feel? I'm like... I don't feel any difference between a sprain or a break <laughs> right <just> now. <laughs> uh, so that is the big news that just broke minutes ago. Uh, Drake lost the fir- for their first time last Sunday. They come back. They beat Northern. They lose their leading score. They get two with Loyola. Um, Iowa. Man, I, we, listen, Iowa fan, you're going on the road. You got a game that normally looks a lot sexier, and this is still probably going to be a very hard-fought game for the Hawks tomorrow when they go to Michigan State. But Iowa, I don't know. They beat Rutgers at home. They lose the game earlier on Sunday. And in your mind, you're like, okay, did they right some wrongs, whatever. Now they get Sparty, a game they should win. Mm. But going on the road in the Big Ten is tough. Going on the road in the Big Ten um, can cause a lot of problems. Even if, Even if it is you know, against a, a team that isn't performing as we normally expect Michigan State to perform. You know what I mean? Sure. 
So this is a big one for Iowa in terms of seeding. I heard somebody say, I was listening to some sports radio this week, and I heard somebody actually say that the seeding doesn't really matter for Iowa as long as they get to the Sweet 16 or the Elite Eight. What? Well, hang on a second here. Hold on a second. Right now, Iowa is projected to be, what, about a five? Somewhere in that four or a five? I mean, their 14-6 and six record gets a, a, a shine on it because the Big Ten is so loaded. So when you're 14-6, and 8-5 and five in the Big Ten, that looks pretty dang good. That's a four. That's a five. You lose a couple more of these games. You lose to Sparty, who's unranked, and, and I don't know if they're going to the tournament. Doubt it. Then you got at Wisconsin. You got Penn State, but Penn State has shocked the world. At Ohio State, at Michigan, the two best teams in the Big Ten. You still have to go to their gyms, and then with... Then Wisconsin comes to town. Iowa fan, you might wind up as a 10 seed. Yeah, if you're or lucky. Or a 12 seed. If you're even lucky at that. I mean, you're looking at... You could lose five more games. Yeah. You could be 14 and, you know, 15 and 11. You're already four or five already. You've lost four or five. Four of six. Four of six. They, Thank you. they got the, they, they got they, they beat Rutgers. They did. That's they beat right. Rutgers. They did beat Rutgers. I'm sorry. So you look at that. I'm with you on this. Yeah, you could lose that seed real quick. Everybody's talking about how everything's gonna be fine because Iowa's close. Iowa's close. Well, you can lose a lot of close games. Trust me, I'm a Packers fan. I know. You can lose. You're a Vikings fan. You know all about that. <laughs> and but, we just talked about this with Drake. Yeah. You know, we said the same thing. You don't want to have that low seed going into the going into the tournament. Iowa is. I don't want to say Iowa's done or Iowa can't get to a Sweet 16. But Iowa has to figure out how to win these games over opponents that are really good. Rutgers was number 25 in the country. Bucky is 21, mm-hmm. all right, and that's in two games. But then you've got number four Ohio State, number three Michigan down the road. they got to learn how to win some of these, these big-time games to improve their seating, or they are going to wind up with 11 losses. They are going to wind up with 10 losses. And ain't no way an 11-loss you know, team is going to be a four seed or a five seed, even with the shine of the Big Ten. I mean, they, Fran has to figure out how to win some of these games. If he, he'd be the coach of the year if he can find a way. Because right now they're not playing like a team that is well, going to have that. I, they're not looking very coach good. Coach of the year is out. I mean, Luca Garza is your player of the year in the conference and in the country. Mm-hmm. Your coach of the year is probably going to be Juwan Howard at Michigan. I don't know. Pro- I mean, we'll see. Uh, but was I was the guy who called the timeout that one time. That was Chris was, Weber, that actually. Was Chris Weber, Chris Weber. Same team. Same team. Fab yeah. five. Uh, and I don't know what to say about Iowa State basketball for you. The week that was, you know, you, you got, uh, congrats, you, you got pounded by Kansas by 30. You know what you get for that? You get to play Kansas again tomorrow. Right. Uh, I have to give you some stats on Steve Prohm still to come, but that was the week that was, and the weekend that is we're going to get to also we got to talk some football. I know it's February, and I know we're coming up on March Madness, but Iowa State schedule is out. And if you're an Iowa State fan, I know what this season means to you coming up in the fall, but it's a three-act play that you have to survive. And I'll tell you about it coming up next. This is Wicket's World. My name is Mike Wicket here on 1350 ESPN. Thirteen fifty ESPN. It's Wicket's World. My name is Mike Wicket. Short show. We're, we only have like fourteen minutes left in our workday, JD, and then we're done. <laughs> we got Drake women's basketball coming your way against uh, Iowa State. Check that Illinois State. 
So um, I do have to get to something else real quick here for you. And that is the fact that this week, Matt Campbell signed a new contract with Iowa State to stick around for three more years. Now, his deal was just fine. Like, he was supposed to be the head coach of the football team for three more seasons through 2025. And then he signed a three-year extension after the massive year that Iowa State had last year. Go to the Big 12 title game. They go to the Fiesta Bowl. They win the Fiesta Bowl. Like, this, what a year. What a great year for Iowa State. And that all of a sudden means that Matt Campbell, is, was going, he was going to be, in a lot of people's minds, the hottest commodity out there for college, bat, or college football coaches. Kirk Herbstreit thought he was gone. I thought he was gone. Uh, you know, there are schools out there that needed a new head football coach. And the idea was Matt Campbell, three times in four years, was the Big 12 coach of the year and turned around a doormat of a program and took them to the highest level they've ever been. And now, with almost everybody coming back, you're like, well, is, is, is Campbell going to be there? Purdy's going to be there? Brees Hall's going to be there? Everybody's going to be coming back. And so, the question was, is Matt Campbell going to be there? Boom. Three-year extension. Beautiful news. He's, he's there through 2028, which is, which is big, which is I huge. Know. You could have easily lost him to a bigger program. Now, and I'm really glad to see this. This is great for Cyclone fans. It's huge for Cyclone fans. Yeah. Now you're about to enter a world you are so unfamiliar with, Cyclone fan. You have no idea what this is like. This is what Alabama deals with. This is what Clemson deals with. This is what Ohio State deals with. It's called expectation. All right? You've never had expectations. I mean, every, you win seven games. That was a great year. For I mean, oh, Iowa State has been a bottom-tier, Big 8, Big 12 team. Forever. Now, right? the ex- now the expectation is not just beating the Iowa Hawkeyes in the annual, no. the annual game. No. It's now it's beating the Iowa Hawkeyes and going to winning the national championship. Well, it's, it's being in play for the college football playoff. Absolutely. You're right. You're 100% right. And so this week, the news about Matt Campbell was huge. I don't know how much money he's going to be making through 2028. More than me. $3.5 is a salary now. Uh, and then I believe I read that the assistants, the, the assistant coaches are getting a $3 million pool over three years. So a million dollars a year for the assistants. Great. Love to see it. So then out comes the Iowa State football schedule. And yes, it is February 12th. <laughs> we are talking college football. It's great. I'm, I'm loving this because we're excited about it. That's why. I looked at the schedule. It's a three-act play. Tell me. It is a three-act play. Act one is going to be where Iowa State fan feels really confident, but in the back of their mind, Iowa State is worried. You shouldn't have lost to Louisiana week one this year. I don't care if Louisiana had a loss or whatever. You shouldn't have lost to Louisiana week one this year. How different would that Big 12 championship atmosphere have been? They wound up losing, but whatever. So you've got, in September, Act 1, Northern Iowa, the Cyhawk game, at UNLV, and then at Baylor. When was the last time Iowa State went into the Cyhawk game as the, the favorite? When was the last time that happened? Was uh, Dan McCartney coaching? Maybe. 
and even then they didn't give him the props that he you know he's gonna he's gonna beat uh, the big boys i mean that to me right there is a sign of the times right now how does iowa state they should get past northern iowa although niu will be very you know you and i excuse me will be very tough because in-state and they usually give you know in-state rivals some some trouble but you got brock purdy coming back you got Brees hall coming back you got everybody for the most part coming back and you got matt campbell get past northern iowa and then the Cyhawk game. If they can beat Iowa, I'll start to believe that this team, with everybody coming back, actually is a player for the Big 12 championship. Right. All right? Because, yeah, you have all this talent coming back. You have your head coach coming back. How do you handle ex- actual expectations when ESPN comes calling several times to put you on game day? How, how do you handle that? If they get past Iowa and UNLV, which they should, and they should go to Baylor and win, then comes Act 2. And this part of the schedule is like, they should, you know, the Baylor, Kansas, Kansas State. Now, I think K-State's going to be good. But that's manageable. All right? So Act 2 is, phew, if you go 3-0 and over Northern Iowa, Iowa, and UNLV, then in Act 2, you've got three Big 12 teams in Baylor, Kansas, and K-State. Mm-hmm. Then it's, okay, phew. We didn't have that letdown game. We did not have a letdown. All right, fine. Phew. All right. Get through those, and then it's the final act. And the final act is the scary act. All right? This is the very scary act for for Iowa State. Oklahoma State in Ames at West Virginia, Texas at Texas Tech at Oklahoma, and they end the year against TCU. That is a murderer's row that's not that is a murderer's row to get to the big 12 championship game if i guarantee you if matt campbell had his druthers he would rather he would rather see oklahoma at texas tech texas at west virginia in september and october where you can afford a loss as opposed to the back end of this monster schedule. This is where you prove your coaching creds mm-hmm. and your and and this is where you prove as a player yeah. this was no fake from last year. Listen, if they can get to Oklahoma the Oklahoma State game at 1 2 3 4 5, if they can get 6 and 0 oh and get to Oklahoma State. They'll be top 5 in the country because they're going to be preseason top 10. Yes. If they can get to that point, they're 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 top 5 in the nation. They're they're being talked about on ESPN and the college football playoff selection show previews and all that stuff. Right. If they run this schedule, it is one of the great sporting accomplishments in the history of the state of Iowa. Absolutely. And wouldn't it be beautiful? It'd be great. We'd love it. Iowa State fan would love it. Here's what Iowa fans thinking. Prove it, little guy. Uh-huh. Prove it, little brother. That's what you have to prove, because Iowa often has expectations. Not Ohio State expectations every year, but often Iowa fan has a higher standard for what their football team is for the last 20, 30, 40 years. Right. Iowa State's like, can we, can we go to a bowl game? Iowa's standard is not a bowl game. Iowa's goal is a New Year's Day game. Iowa's state standard has always been, can we go to a bowl game? This year it changes. And that schedule, somebody, I heard somebody today on some show on some board say, oh, I really like the schedule for Iowa State. How do you like a schedule where they have to go, at West Virginia, Texas, at Texas Tech, at Oklahoma. How do you like that schedule? And all of that is in November. How is that a schedule that you actually 
like. That schedule's really, really tough. And I'm excited to see if Matt Campbell can navigate this squad through it. You got the roster to do it. Yeah, he does. You've got the horses to do it. Line up and let's go. Meanwhile, Iowa's over here like, we open up with Indiana, let's go. They got Indiana, and then they got Iowa State, and then Kent State, and Colorado State, and then the Big Ten. The Big Ten schedule's weak as hell. At Maryland, Penn State, who I have no idea where they're at. Purdue, Wisconsin's good. At Northwestern, Minnesota, Illinois, yeah, Nebraska. Minnesota will be better. I know that. Yeah, but they were the worst team in the Big Ten. You can't get any worse, J.D. They, yeah, I understand that, but <laughs> can you tell where I'm from originally? I know you no, are. Listen, I will tell you, I root for the Iowa teams because I've been here most of my mm-hmm. adult life. But I will tell you that they've had a lot of COVID issues this past year, which oh, who yeah. didn't? Who well, didn't? Everybody, but, yeah. Yeah, they lost a lot of players due to COVID. So, anyway. Well, it, I was sitting here like, all right, little brother, we'll see how you do. We'll see how you do. You know, get to us first. Right on. <laughs> get to us. <laughs> that's it. That's the thirty. That's the thirty-minute show. And We're we didn't done. even get to JJ Watt. We didn't get to. We didn't uh, get to JJ Watt. Drunk Tom stuff. Brady. We didn't get to a lot of stuff. Drake women's hoops against Southern Illinois is coming up next uh, tomorrow. Don't forget Drake and Loyola. Ten thirty in the morning for the pregame. Eleven o'clock for the tip right here on thirteen fifty ESPN. Uh, don't forget to go to ESPNDesMoines.com. You can podcast this and every show and get more. We'll have all that stuff up on Twitter. Follow us at ESPN DSM. That's going to do it for JD. I'm Mike Wickett. This has been a truncated version of Wickett's World on 1350 ESPN. Got Drake Women's Hoops coming up next.